this episode of my lash two brain cells. Um, okay, my okay, my only real beef is <laughs> what's your beef? Ellie? My only real beef is the pre-maids that come loose in a box, Girl! and it looks like someone just like shaved off their armpit hair into the box, and then and that's I don't like that. That just triggers my autism. Those those need, are those need to go. Those need to go to jail. There's <laughs> a special place. I just if you like okay, just imagine if I was a client and I walked in and I saw a box. A cup of loose, a cup of fans. loose I would be like, wait a second, you're gonna put those on my eyes? Why are they so scary? They just look yucky. They look- okay, hello everybody, and welcome to my, my lash, lash two brain cells. I'm your host Maddie Morris, and I'm your host Elliot Morris. And today we have a hot episode, so you are gonna want to listen to this on your way this, to work. Wait, this is me when I touch the episode. Ow, so Ooh, hot. Oh, spicy. Ooh. Should come with a warning label. Yeah. We're going to put a warning label at the you'll, you'll have seen it. Guys, I've, I've been cooking up this episode in my brain for the last 3 hours and I have to get it out to you. Um, <laughs> I've been working on this episode for literal minutes, Trust you guys. me. Guys, I'm a chef and I've been cooking up here um in the kitchen and I have been in the industry long enough to see the change in lash terminology and lash menus and the way that we name our services and um, names for things is important somewhat um, because words have meaning and names have meaning. And so I have been formulating my opinion on kind of like the rise of custom named lash sets for a while now. Um, probably for the last year, it has uh, gained a lot of popularity to like give your lash sets names. So if your name is Maddie, like the Maddie set or the baby set, the mommy set, the daddy set, uh, fairy lashes, angel lashes, mermaid lashes, Sasquatch lashes, like unicorn lashes, <laughs> all the mystical creatures lashes. Um, and people either like hate these cutesy new names and they think they are so stupid or they love them and they're leaning into it. And so I have formulated an educated opinion, which to me is the correct to opinion. Me is fact. Yeah, this is like absolutely. A hill. This is like a hill I'll die on. Huh. Um, but I wanted first, and this is going to be more of like a Maddie forward episode. So if you want more of an Elliot forward episode, skip this one. Tune into the next one, yeah, babes. This is this is Big Mama talking. Um, I'm the sidekick this episode. <laughs> Elliot's the sidekick on this episode. Oh my gosh, do you guys see my little rack of Lashcon clothing in the corner? Ooh. Ooh. I am taking my outfits very, very seriously this year because I attended Lashcon for the first time in 2019 and I did not know that it was like dressy or cute. Like I put minimal effort into my outfits for Lashcon. Um, I literally wore just the randomest maxi dress to like one, I only attended one of the parties and I wore this random maxi dress and I hemmed it with scissors in the bathroom. It was very odd, but um, you know, it's probably good that no one knew who you were at that Lashcon. Listen, guys, <laughs> we've glowed up spiritually, mentally, physically, all aspects of life, but mostly physically, <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what. especially me. And you know, I, you might be like, wow, Elliot's so mean to Madison. You should have seen how I looked. <laughs> It was you it was so much worse. You should have seen this guy. It was so much worse, um, you guys. But I'm heavy on the outfit planning this year and I'm so excited because I'm putting it all together on a little rack and I think I'm going to do a like help me pick my outfits video this week cuz there are a few nights that I'm going to need help. Um 
on that same vein, we are speaking at LashCon. Mark your calendars. If you are heading to LashCon, make sure that it is a speech you do not miss because Elliot and I have been working our tushies off on this speech. It's called How to Build an Educational Empire. And I don't want to toot our own horns. But, but toot toot, babe. But toot toot, babe. Toot toot, babe. It's really, really good and valuable. And it's something that we've never talked about before. Like I teach lashes for a living. I public speak about lashes for a living. I teach digital courses, so I'm like very comfortable talking about teaching eyelashes, but I've never ever um, told people really like how we built our education business. We've, we've never done any teaching about teaching. No, not at all. We're, we're about to teach-ception, you guys. Yeah, I've never like, yeah, I've never taught people how to teach. I've taught people how to do lashes. And so. not that we're teaching people how to teach. We're really just talking about what we did we're and what worked for us. We're just sharing our journey, what but, mistakes we made, and kind of what we did well and what we would change. And but you guys, we spent so much time on this PowerPoint. This is, oh my gosh, we put a, our heart and souls into this. It's a big one. Paul, if you're watching this right now, just know Elliot and I are your strongest PowerPoint soldiers. Yeah. We have been in the trenches with this yeah. speech. Yeah. Thank you, Paul, for giving us an extra couple days to put we the have finishing been, touches on this We've been writing this thing since like since Italy. Before we were, September. We were writing it in Italy on our we trip. We were. Yeah. And then we got back and instantly we were like, PowerPoint time. We and were, this is such a good speech. You guys are not going to want to miss it because we are not selling you okay, anything. Let, let's not overhype it. Let's not overhype it. I, I, want, think I, I think I'm underhyping it. No, we got to set expectations low so that people are pleasantly surprised. The speech will probably suck. Yeah, it'll, it's going to be so bad. No, listen, but, I mean, you should come. Listen, the speech is, is very, very... Listen, can I just talk about it? I mean, you can. It's good. I just don't want people to come in and be like, no. oh, I'm expecting no, 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 the no. greatest TED Talk no. of all time. It's good. It's honest. It's very, it's very, raw. it's very, very real and it's not to sell you anything and we have presents for everyone that attends. That is true. You, oh, you don't want that to be a surprise. You're going to tell the people. They'll tell I'm not going to tell them what the presents are, <gasps> yeah. but we have, we might, but have, there's, there's we presents. might have presents for the attendees because we, well, we have, we're so going to have presents for what is it? The first 400 attendees. The first 400. So get there, get there early. <laughs> That's babes. what was in our budget. So if I you mean, get, get there early, bring your friends, secure your seats. Not, not that we assume there's going to be more than 400, but you just, might, you just might in get case. a little treaty from us. So, um, basically I want to talk about kind of how number one, how the lash menu and the lash services in general have evolved over the years. So I've been in the industry for eight years total and lash extensions have been around for gosh, 20 plus years. A um, hundred, a million, a, billion? a yeah. million years. They've, they've been, they've been a, a service that people get for like around 20 years. Like at least a thousand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Years. Um, back in like the Egyptian times, Cleopatra oh. was like, girl, I'm going to be late for my fill right now. Why do you now. think everyone thought she was so hot? Yeah. She had lash extensions. She was getting those, she was getting those fills. Per. Um, but when I first started lashing and this was not very long ago, this was only eight years ago, I was taught the most beginner like crash course version of what lash extensions were. I was taught that there was only classic lashes. Keep in mind, like I was not trained by a reputable company or an educator. <laughs> I was trained by another hairstylist, like in their sixties that had been doing lashes for a month and had like no clientele and was just teaching me how to do it. So I, that was my initial introduction to lash extensions. I was taught that classics were the only lash that you are to apply. I was taught to use. And what, what, are, what are what are the best tweezers on the market? Vetus. <laughs> Vetus tweezers from Amazon, honey. And I was also taught that you only need one pair of tweezers in your whole life. And if you drop them, you can bend them back into place. And um, they will never, ever They'll never uh, go bad. need to be replaced. 
Easy. I just want to tell that woman that I have probably purchased more tweezers than anyone in this entire world. I have probably purchased She's thousands got, and thousands and thousands. Girl, and thousands if of Madison drops tweezers so quick, I no, I just like different things. I just be using different things. She drops so many. Tweezers, yeah, I'm pretty. Guys. Well, I talk with my hands and I talk to my clients. <laughs> I thought so, my, so she'll be like, oh yeah, girl, and I'm, throw, I'm throwing those things against. She has the tweezers wall. stuck in her walls. I do. They're stuck <laughs> to the walls. Um, our landlord's like, girl, no security deposit for you. There's just glue and tweezers stuck, like sticking out of the walls. <laughs> Lashes stuck to every single inch of uh, wall there is. Um, but that's, I was taught that you were to use 0.25 diameter classic lashes. Those were eyelash extensions and they are to be applied one to one. And I was taught um, maybe like six months into my career that like volume and pre-made lashes were a thing, but we don't use them no. for whatever reason. That's for losers. I don't know why, but it was. Only idiots would use volume. <laughs> yeah. More than one extension per lash. Yeah. Ugh. And so then, you know, volume became a thing. And now, keep in mind there are hybrid lashes and there are volume lashes and within volume lashes there is what is categorized as american volume and russian volume which are two different things russian volume or volume that is popular in more eastern european countries i have a lot of respect for i've taken many russian volume trainings um i think russian volume is beautiful and amazing it's an art form but it is not a service that i um want to do in my daily life because it is really really um just like hard on your brain and your hands. And I want, I wanted to find a technique that I really, really was passionate about. I wasn't very passionate about Russian. We body. need a technique for the smooth brain. Girlies. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just, when I'm lashing, I don't want to be counting how far away every single fiber is from the next. I want to be turning my brain off and I want to be like talking about, about like, I want to be talking conspiracy theories with my girls. Like I don't want to be like micromanaging each little thing. I want to be talking about 90 day fiance. I really, really do. Um, yeah, I'm like, girl, Asuelo, crazy. Oh, uh, you seen, you seen the 16th spinoff yet? Angela is the nut. <laughs> but anyway, um, there's Russian volume and American volume and how those are categorized for the most part is American volume is like fans that are two to eight D that aren't necessarily symmetrical. Um, and they're usually made out of 0.05 or 0.07 diameter lashes um russian volume means that we are aiming for perfect symmetry meaning that there is the exact same amount of distance between each fiber in the fan and these are typically two to eight d fans they're always handmade um then we have pre-made volume some people call it pro-made volume whatever you call it um these are volume fans that are already made into fans for you so um i just want to put my opinion out there. I have no beef with artists that use pre-made or pro-made fans. I think they are still artists. I think there is like a place for pre-mades in the industry. I don't think you are like a worse person because you use pre-mades. I don't think you are like not an advanced lash artist if you use pre-mades. I think pre-mades are getting very advanced. They're like, you're able to customize your sets. Um, it, it, maybe it's like easy on your, easier on your hands, whatever. I have no beef with pre-mades. I do have beef. I do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't. But I do. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> and I know you were waiting for me. And I know you wanted to know my opinion. Um, but there is like a difference between like high quality pre-mates and really, really low quality pre-mates. Because most pre-mates on the market, if you buy them from Amazon, are really bad. Like they have very, very boxy bases that you cannot wrap around the natural lash. Um, but you know, you can, there's pre-mates from 
great brands, you know, that are high quality that if you need to like speed up your work or you just like using them, do your thing. Literally do your thing. Um, okay. My, okay. My only real beef is <laughs> what's your beef. Ellie? My only real beef is the pre-mades that come loose in a box Girl. and it looks like someone just like shaved off their <laughs> armpit hair into the box. And then, and that's, I don't like that. That just triggers my autism. Those, those need, are, those need to go. Those need to go to jail. There's <laughs> a special place. I just, if you like, okay, just imagine if I was a client and I walked in and I saw a box. A cup of loose a cup of fans. loose I would be like, wait a second, you're gonna put those on my eyes? Why are they so scary? They just look yucky. They look like a box of spiders. They're na- they're scary. I don't like a- the premades that come on the strips though. No beef. Yeah. No beef. If you're gonna buy premades, buy them from Lash Reality. Um, Her. And then uh, I have no code. Not affiliated. <laughs> not affiliated. <laughs> not affiliated. We just think they're funny. I just I just love Lash Reality. Um. There is, um, then there's mega volume, obviously. And I could talk about mega volume for eight hours, take my in-person or online training. And that's what we're going to do. So buckle up. (laughs) No, no, um, but mega volume is always, always using 0.03 or 0.02 diameter lashes. And mega volume is super, super customizable. And, um, you can build like an entire menu off of 0.03 and 0.02 lashes, um and there's lots of different techniques for mega volume you can pinch you can use the flower bouquet technique i think it's superior um and you could buy one of those things on amazon that you like like you put the strip on oh and you, my you gosh turn the wheel if and then you have like, ever <laughs> used that please hit my line because Bro, i have, have you been seen ki- that no, that I thing literally is have. so good. Yeah, it's like a rotating. I've gotten thing. like Instagram ads. Just for learn it. how to make fans, girl. <laughs> Just learn I how to make fans. I love the contraption. It is a and you know what that reminds me of. You know that game Mousetrap. Yeah, that you play when you were a kid. It yeah. reminds me of something that would be in that. Whoever made that, though, I know they felt <laughs> mad smart, though. They oh. probably felt like when Thomas Edison. No, like, there was like some engineer in China who was like tinkering away in their factory. And then yeah. they like created it and they they turned the little wheel yeah. for the first time. And they're like, I and have he, changed and, the and world. And then he said, the hoes go love, love this. <laughs> they did. They did. Um, And also, and then there are hybrid lashes. So like the traditional menu for the last, you know, gosh, 10, 15 years has been classic hybrid volume, mega volume, and then obviously different types of volume. Um, Hybrid lashes, my opinion on hybrid lashes is they should be abolished from service menus going forward. (laughs) I don't think- That's controversial. That's not a hot take. Is it not a hot take? I don't know. I mean, if you if you love hybrid lashes, I think I just might have a better option for you. Uh, you might just not know. And it's called anything else. It's called <laughs> doing anything else. Um, the thing about hybrid lashes is I understand the concept and I understand like the original premise because it was a good premise. Like people were like, there needs to be something in between classic and volume. And sure. most people price hybrid in between the two. And I think that most clients will want a real, they want a light volume look and they're going to book hybrid because it is cheaper on your service menu. So you're totally playing yourself because hybrids are not very easy to do. Like true hybrid looks are 50, 50 classic lashes and volume lashes. So you are, you are having to keep up with this 50, 50 ratio on both eyes symmetrically, every single fill, make sure you're removing the same amount of each, make sure you're replacing the same amount of each. And I just, 
think sounds bad. It's really not a productive service. Um, and also, classics are you know usually heavier than volume lashes, and they have different growth rates sometimes. And you know, a lot of the time when classic lashes grow out, they like to twist around, or it's like volume lashes just in a traditional volume set will look better than a hybrid set. And if you're like, oh my gosh, I, I'm a client. I love my hybrids. I promise if you ask your artist for a light volume set, you will enjoy the results better than a traditional hybrid set. I guarantee you. Or perhaps if they ask their artist for an angel set. We'll talk about that in a minute. I'll I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting now. ahead of myself. Um, but I, I performed hybrid lash extensions for maybe like two months. When I first started my own business, my menu was classic hybrid volume. and. Idiot. You know what's so crazy is 90% of my clients would book hybrid because they were like, this is the middle option. I'm not super high maintenance. I don't want anything too glam. And it just kind of makes sense in the client's mind to get like kind of that middle of the road option. But what clients need to know is that lashes are so customizable and a mega volume set can be more natural than a classic set, you know, and volume and classic and mega are so, so, so versatile, especially mega volume. Um, and so I only really did classics for two months until I transitioned all of those clients to mega volume and I abolished classic and volume and hybrid from my menu altogether. So I have been exclusively using 0.03 and 0.02 diameter lashes for over five years. Like I have not used anything heavier. If you look at my Instagram and look at my page, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. You will, you will see the, the wide variety of looks that I have been creating for the last five years on all different eyes, on all different lashes, on all different ages. They are all made of quote unquote mega volume or 0.03 diameter lashes um, for a few reasons. Number one is they're the healthiest uh, diameter for the natural lash. And if you want clients very long term, you need to be doing a service that is almost unnoticeable to them in their day-to-day -day life. Like as far as like feeling, like if someone can feel the weight of their lashes, they're probably not going to get them long-term. And if you're using 0.07 lashes, sorry, your clients can feel them. Sorry. Sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. They can feel them, can't they? They'll say, ow, <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> With mega volume <laughs> lashes, they are so unbelievably light and flexible that you can be creating fans that, I mean, look at my lashes. These babies are up to 15 millimeters long and I have had them for years and years and years and years and years. Yeah, but your eyelids are hella buff by now. <laughs> my eyelids be lifted. <laughs> they be lifted. No, and I literally, I can't feel them. I can't feel them when I sleep, when I work out, when I swim, when I do anything. They are like part of my face and that is why it's such a a uh, normal part of my routine that I'm like, oh, I never have to like worry about fake lashes or, you know, anything, anything with like my eye makeup routine ever again, because I just have these beautiful fall lashes that look great after two or three weeks. Mine are like a week and a half old right now. They look great. Um, they're perfect. Like you would never even know that there's look at my lashes. They're perfect. Yeah, I think you look beautiful. Thank honey. you so much, Elliot. Um, <laughs> love you so much, Elliot. You so much. I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and, and I attribute that to 0.03 and 0.02 diameter lashes because I had pre-mades on my eyes previously and I had 0.07s on my eyes previously. Get those things off of me. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, and then also you can be creating very, very light, like volume, you know, less than 8D fan looks with 0.03 and 0.02 diameter lashes. Um, and you can be creating a great alternative to classic and hybrid lashes known as what I like to call them angel sets. Oh my gosh. 
And now this is where I want to talk about something a little bit controversial. And this <gasps> is specialty named lash sets. Warning, or like, warning, hot take alert. Or like silly Wii-U, lash Wii-U. sets with silly names, whatever you think of them as. But around the time that I um, like coined the term angel set lashes, which are sets using closed fans. So like closed 0.03 diameter, not 0.07, 0.03 diameter um, little fans. Or, or 0.02. Or 0.02. Yeah, 0.02 ideally because they're even lighter. I love 0.02s. I love me some 0.02s. I wish 0.02s were Mm -mm -mm. more popular. Oh, here's my, you want to know my my prediction? Yeah, what's your prediction? My prediction is uh, five years from now, everyone's going to be using 0.02s. Literally. Exclusively. Literally. Exclusively. They're better. They're better than everything else. When I see like the future of the lash world, I think that 0.07s, 0.05s, like... Do I see 0.15 classics? No, I do not. I don't see them. I literally don't think... Do I see 0.07s? Also, no. I think anything above like a 0.15 or a 0.18 like will cease to exist in five years. Or it'll be like on on a very like archaic salon menu. Yeah, count your days, classic lashes. Count your days, classic lashes. Um, But I've I've seen so many students of mine like after learning angel sets or whatever you like to call them. Like I said, like angel sets, I I never have claimed to like reinvent the wheel of like using closed fans because like people have used closed fans. I'm you know all over the place. Um, Did we really have like a name for them? Some people called them wet sets. Some people called them mega classics. Some people called them. like other things. <laughs> Some people called them Clomegas. <laughs> <laughs> what if instead of Mega Classics, they your call- menu said Clomegas? <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a Clomegas? <laughs> no your clients like scared to ask imagine they go, no they I'm go hey they go hey can i can you recreate this inspo pic and they go oh yeah just what what's the name of it just this is the picture okay say the name I, i'll like, wait it's like when you're at one of those it's restaurants a, it's, a, where- it's, a, it's a classic mega set it's a what <laughs> it's a clomega set oh you want oh. the clomega set oh yeah right away no problem <laughs> imagine if when you did the set on tata you were like and i call this the clomega set and that was the name that popped. Absolutely tanked my career. Um, they're like, wow, Maddie's really trying hard to make Clomega sets happen. I'll tell you why the term angel sets popped off, though. Because, like, here's the thing. Um, okay, what's the difference between wet sets and angel sets? First of all, it's diameter. Um, the difference between a wet set and an angel set is that wet sets are typically done using a 0.07 or 0.05 diameter lash. Because it's going to... Really? Yes. Because, and I have no beef with wet sets. I didn't know that. But I don't call them wet sets. I don't like doing wet sets because I don't do anything above a 0.03, honey. I only do angel sets and different variations of mega volume. That is my menu and it is all one price. And it is the correct menu. Listen, you come to me, you show me a picture of anything in the world that you want and I will find a way to make it happen using 0.03 lashes. You want Clemegas? You want Clemegas, honey? You got it. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. (laughs) I got that dog in me. I got that dog in me. <laughs> my menu is you show me whatever you want and you lay down honey for three hours and i will give you whatever you want okay and that is the ideal menu to have okay? i will give you whatever you want as long as it is top line mega volume and it looks like a caterpillar <laughs> i'll give it to you um but listen so a wet set is a set using closed fans so like very similar to an angel set the biggest difference i would say is wet sets are going to look a little more structured you want them to have a little more of that peak so they look more wet don't they also have fans in them and no it's like no no wet mixing sets- in Mm-mm. Really? No, what's the sort of fans oh. them? See, yeah. I don't know nothing. I know. Just let me talk. I'm, just, I'm so stupid. God, I'm so stupid. Okay. I should leave. I just let me talk. <laughs> Can you play with your vlogs? Okay, I'll go play Can with you- my vlogs. 
<laughs> Wait, can, do, can I play? Can I play Subway Surfer? Can you play Candy Crush? For <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go play Candy Let Crush Maddie for a minute. Talk. Um, but what sets? Yeah, are typically done with a, a heavier diameter so that they look more structured. They look a little bit more wet. They don't really have fans in them. They're made. Please don't play Subway <laughs> Surfers. I need you. Um, whereas Angel sets are called Angel sets, and I called them Angel sets uh, because they are light and they're heavenly. They're the lightest diameter lashes you can use. Um, and then they'll make you feel like an angel. And I think it's the cutest name. And I, um, like see why people have so much beef with, with like signature set names, but here's why I don't. And I think they're actually like the way the industry is going, whether you like it or not. So it's kind of one of those things. It's like hop on board or like, you know, get Get left behind. Yeah. And so if I was like, I feel like there's a way to go about it, though, because if your menu is like fairy sets, angel sets, wet sets, hybrid sets, classic sets, mega sets, mega classics, like it's all these things. Yes, it is going to be confusing, especially if you price each set differently. So, <laughs> like three dollar difference. between yeah, every yeah, yeah, set. yeah. I've seen a lot of people do that. And so here's how I think that you can <laughs> offer signature named sets, whether you name them or someone else names them, whatever it is. Um, if you want to name them great, super cute, like that's so iconic to your business. If someone else names them great, whatever. Um, but I think that it's important that you price all of your work the same throughout the board. So clients can ask for anything, even these like signature style names. Um, and you can give them exactly what they want for no price difference. So then it's not like you're nickel and diming them based on if they want a little more texture or not, or a little more spikiness or not, whatever. Um, and so like, here's what I was thinking about today in the car. If say your business is very like, it's very dark, it's very gothic. It's very like your brand is very um, like dark and black and like signature to you. You're like an alternative lash artist. Then how cute would it be to have like, you, you know. Mean how hardcore would it be? How hardcore would it be to be like, oh, this is like the Morticia set. And this is like the Vampira set. And this is like, the, you know, and it's it's just like you have these different names that like represent Her. your brand. And clients can like, and obviously there, there are probably some variation of a Wispy set or a Strip Lash set or an Angel set, whatever. It doesn't matter. Okay, you're not reinventing the wheel. You're just picking a cute name that represents your business and clients will like it feel cutie asking for it. Um, and you'll probably attract more of your like ideal clientele because they'll like vibe with your business. Um, my clients are angels. They're angels inside and out, right? And so it's like, I get DMs five times a day of people being like, oh my gosh, you're the angel set girl. I want an angel set. Like I've heard of them. They're beautiful. I want it. It attracted so many people to my business. Um, and so I don't think it's confusing. I think that it's not that these terms are like representing like a style because styles are like, okay, classic volume, mega wispy sets. That's kind of like the variation of styles, right? But within those, if you want to put a cute name to something, I say, do it. I say, absolutely do it. Do not listen to the naysayers. It's not silly. It's not stupid. And if you do it correctly, I don't think it's confusing, right? And if it's confusing to you, like, that means you have too many that means that you have too many right like if your menu is confusing like figure out a way to simplify it right but when i when i have a client come in and they're like oh my gosh have you heard of pixie lashes have you heard of like you know mermaid lot whatever i'm like oh my god show me a picture they show me a picture i'm like absolutely it's some variation of like a textured wispy set mm -hmm. usually and it's it's just like a different variation of the mapping and then it's like of course yeah. Of course. Don't say, mm, that's not a thing. Exactly. Because then it's like, okay, let people have fun things, right? Lashes yeah. are fun. Let people call things fun things. Okay. Like, do you think... 
people would have ordered so many pink drinks if they had to say, oh, could I get a strawberry, strawberry acai, acai refresher? refresher? No, they're ordering them because they can say, can I get a pink drink? Like and branding you, makes a difference. Branding does make a difference. And it's like, if you think pink drinks are too confusing, then you need to rub your two brain cells together. <laughs> because everyone gets pink drinks. Everyone understands it. And it's because it's because... They like committed to it also. You also have to commit to it. That's the thing is it's like if you have too many, like I have angel sets and I have mega volume. If I was to have a menu that was structured with like 15 different types of styles, usually all at different price points, that would be very confusing to artist and client, right? Um, And so if I was you going forward, the way that I would utilize these like fun little names in your menu is pick one or two or like make them up or have, if they're already made, whatever, like if wet sets are your jam, yeah, do, do wet sets. Um, but, and then just like have it on your menu and price everything the same because you don't want to be nickel and diming people on the type of set they're getting. You want to be charging based on like your skill, your expertise, your work. And the point is like, Hey, I can deliver any result to you with any different name that you want. Um, my prices are all the same. So you can get whatever you want every single time. That's kind of how I communicate it to clients is like, if they ever say like, oh, why do you charge like the exact same for mega that you do for like an angel set? Well, I just like, I charge based on my time and skill and I want you to have whatever style you want within that time. I don't want you to get something that you're not going to be as happy with because it was cheaper. Exactly. And it's for your client's best interest. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like three to four like signature sets is probably a good place to to be. Like, Absolutely. Like going back to Starbucks, like that's what they do for every seasonal menu. They have and like three or four signature drinks for the seasonal menu. It's like enough that it has some variety, but it's not enough to be overwhelming. Like they're not adding like twelve seasonal drinks. And every I want to just mention that months. this happens in like every single industry. Oh yeah, it's not just and Starbucks. there's always haters because no, like it's everyone. Look at like the. Like kind of like the luxury hairstylist market. Oh yeah, is like remember when like wolf cuts became a big thing, and that waves, or like you know mermaid waves. You know, like I'm not in hair, so I don't really know. But it's a big thing for makeup. So like recently, you know, like especially especially Mm, when you bring social media into the mix, because when you name something a cute name, it can trend and it can catch on, right? And so. Obviously, brown smoky eyes have been around since the dawn of time, but like recently people called it latte makeup and everyone's like, latte makeup is so stupid. It's a brown smoky eye. Can you let people live? Can you literally let people do latte makeup? Like calm down. No one's hashtagging brown smoky eye. People are going to hashtag, hashtag latte makeup. How cute. That's cutie. Literally. I just think people need to leave people alone. You want to do well, you got to brand it. Exactly. Like brand things. And it's like in beauty, pretty much everything exists pretty much everything oh yeah has been invented in some way it's just like learning how to brand things properly put your own spin on it advertise it effectively and so it's like you know if last year i covered my face in pink blush people would be like okay why is she wearing so much pink blush but if i posted a picture of myself like just like caked in pink blush today and i was like strawberry girl makeup everyone would be like Oh my God, slay Maddie. No, strawberry, strawberry shortcake makeup. No, strawberry makeup is a thing right now. Oh, is it it's a thing? It's a big thing. That's a thing. Oh, see, I it's, don't a, even it's a glossy pink lip and like tons of pink blush. Everyone loves it. How cute. How cutie. You look like a strawberry. How cute. <laughs> the second I heard strawberry makeup, I was like. I'm hooked. How cute. Strawberry girl. But it's like the way that you communicate and brand things, like even though that thing has obviously been like done for thousands and thousands of years, like if you're a hater on that you need to focus your energy on more important things. Like there are literally people dying. Like you, you are unhealed. You need to heal yourself. You need to heal your inner child and you need to stop being 
mad at things that are harmless and that are fun. Yeah. Let people have fun. Let people have fun. Literally anything that makes your business more fun and makes it feel more like unique to you, then do it because otherwise we're all the same. Otherwise we are all the same doing classic volume. Otherwise you're competing on price. You're competing on price. Why would you want to do that? Literally. And so it's like, yeah, you're not reinventing the wheel by like doing a wispy set and calling it an Elliot set, but it might feel fun to you. And that might be like fun to post and your clients can say, oh my gosh, I saw Elliot and I got the Elliot set, like the signature set. It's Yeah. And if any of you start offering Elliot sets and you tag me, I will be reposting you. So that's free advertising. So if you start offering Elliot sets. Yeah. Literally have fun in your business. Okay. However that looks like to you. And if that is giving your sets cute little names, maybe you're naming them after your clients. That's so cute. That's so cute. Oh, that's a great way to supercharge your client retention. Because I've had... How are you going to leave someone who named a set of lashes after you? Literally. You can't. Literally. Like I've had so many clients over the years that have been like rock star clients. Like they will see me until the day I die. And like they get a very signature look. Like I've had clients that are like, this is my map that Maddie does on me. I get compliments every day on it. She doesn't do lashes that look like this on really anyone else. Like she has customized these so perfectly to me and people ask her about them all the time. And she named that the Kim set. And then like, you know, like if I did that, if I named sets after my clients and like posted about that and like they would feel so special and like a part of your business. And so how fun is that? You know? So fun. Yeah. Is the answer. And so if you hate them, like, okay, but I just, I just, I just think that's sad. Me and too. I think you're missing out. And I think you're sad. No, don't, don't you... say that. Don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. I don't want enemies. I just. I do. I just think you should put your energy somewhere else. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um. What was I gonna say? Any other uh Any other things you want to say about that, Elliot? Um. I want to say that. Um. I think that you did a very good job. Thank you so much. That. Thank you. That was that was my thoughts for the day, and um, you know. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. (laughs) Bye-bye. Love you so much. (laughs) Love you so much, guys. See you next week. See you next week. Or not. Or not. No, we will. We will. We're going to film the other episode right now. So you you will see us next week. Smooches. Love you. Bye.